For Pacifica Radio, I'm Eileen Alfandari. Protesters defied a curfew and returned to the streets of the Minneapolis suburb of Brooklyn Center for a second night after Sunday's fatal police shooting of 20-year-old Dante Wright. Hundreds of protesters faced off against police hours after a dust to dawn curfew was announced by the governor. When protesters didn't disperse, police began firing gas canisters and flashbang grenades. Some stores were vandalized and looted. Forty were arrested. The police chief said earlier in the day that 26-year veteran police officer Kimberly Potter mistook her firearm for a taser when she fatally shot right as he attempted to drive away from an arrest. The city manager, who's in charge of the police department, was fired yesterday. More from Mike Moan. Police officials say the officer intended to use her taser but pulled their gun by mistake. But Wayfinder Foundation director and civil rights attorney and activist Nakima Levy-Armstrong says it shows the state has failed to address the issue of racial profiling. The fact that police officers would prioritize pulling someone over for allegedly having expired tabs is unconscionable in the midst of a pandemic. Activists say Wright, who had an outstanding warrant and got back into his car while being handcuffed, should not have been in that situation because he wasn't a serious threat. The incident resulted in protests and civil unrest Sunday night and prompted curfews Monday evening announced by Governor Tim Walls. I'm Mike Moen. The defense for former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin, charged in George Floyd's death, is set to start presenting its case today. It follows 11 days of the prosecution, which combined disturbing new video of Floyd's death with clinical analysis by medical and use of force experts. There was also emotional testimony by Floyd's girlfriend and yesterday by Floyd's brother, Felonis. He was so much of a, a leader to us in the household. He will always make sure that we had our clothes for school. He made sure that we all were going to be uh, to school on time. And like I told you, George couldn't cook, but he'll make sure you have a snack or something to get in the morning. Once the defense takes over, Chauvin attorney Eric Nelson is expected to have his own experts testify. It was Floyd's drug use and a heart condition, not Chauvin's knee to Floyd's neck, that killed him. Federal officials are pausing the use of the single-dose Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine while they investigate reports of rare but potentially dangerous blood clots. In a joint statement, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and the Food and Drug Administration said they're investigating clots in six women in the days after vaccination in combination with reduced platelet counts. One woman died, another was hospitalized. More than 6.8 million doses of the J&J vaccine have been administered in this country. The reports appear similar to a rare, unusual type of clotting disorder that European authorities say is possibly linked to the AstraZeneca vaccine. Federal officials are recommending that people given the J&J vaccine who experience severe headaches, abdominal pain, leg pain, or shortness of breath within three weeks after receiving the shot contact their health care provider. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg has expressed what he calls the Western Military Alliance's unwavering support for Ukraine. He warned Russia not to further push its troop buildup along the border with Ukraine. Russia must end this military buildup in and around Ukraine, stop its provocations and de-escalate immediately. We do not and will not recognize Russia's illegal 
and illegitimate annexation of Crimea. We continue to call on Russia to end its support for the militants uh, in eastern Ukraine. Russia said it's free to deploy its troop wherever it wants on its territory. It has accused the Ukrainian military of provocative actions along the line of control and of planning to retake control of the eastern rebel-held regions by force. Will Smith and director Antoine Fuqua have pulled production of their film Emancipation from Georgia over the state's recently enacted law restricting voting access. The film is based on the true story of an enslaved man named Whipped Peter, who escaped from a southern plantation and joined the Union Army during the Civil War. Smith and Fuqua said in a statement they could not in good conscience provide economic support to a government that enacts regressive voting laws designed to restrict voter access. They said the new Georgia voting laws are reminiscent of impediments to voting that were passed at the end of Reconstruction. I'm Eileen Alfandiri for Pacifica Radio.